0: Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. In today's episode, we are going to do our first entry for Zombie Awareness Month, which I didn't even really know was a thing. Fun fact: my best friend, who is not super into horror, <laughs> is the one that told me that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, so um, yeah. So every video for the rest of the month that I do is going to be around zombies. So today's is going to be part one of two parts of talking about uh, basically zombie evolution in cinema um, since the 1930s, which is when it sort of started. Um, I am fairly confident I'm going to have one of my friends come in and talk for the second part, but otherwise it'll be um, just me. So the first part that I'm going to talk about is going to be movies from the beginning of zombie movies, 1930s to uh, the ter- to the 1980s. Um, and then the second half will be like more modern zombies and um, things like that. Um, and it is going to be just movies. So, um, zombie movies in general, uh, I don't know if you're aware of how many there are, um, but there are a I will link the Wikipedia page to um, below so that you can go look and see just how many there are. You think that you're a horror fan and then you look into a specific subgenre and you're like, holy crap, There was a lot of stuff that I didn't know about. Um, so I've been doing the um, 30 second zombie movie reviews. Um, I'm going to do two of those a week um, on social on, on Facebook, which is also linked below. And, um, and are gonna be added to that playlist um, on Facebook as well. But one of the first ones that I talk about is a movie called White Zombie. So White Zombie came out in 1932 and is believed to be the first zombie movie that ever came to cinema like that. a pretty interesting one. Um, it's black and white, so it does have quite a bit of, um, you know, like old school nostalgia for zombies and the like. And I think that, um, I did talk about this in the 30 second, but in case you're behind, um, the movie was actually lost and wasn't recovered until the 1960s. There was this huge legal thing that went back and forth of people trying to get the rights to the film to be able to um, freshen it up, (laughs) to uh, remaster it basically and put it back out for people to watch. Um, And they essentially lost the case. So if you go back and watch it now, um, I believe I watched it on Shudder. And if you go back and watch it now, there are parts where the sound are perfectly fine no issues. It's, I mean, it it definitely sounds like an old film, but then there are other parts that's it's it's pretty rough. And it's because of the way they had to remaster it because they didn't get the rights that they needed to and that kind of thing. So, um, but White Zombie portrays uh, zombies in a a very interesting way um, for the start of Cinema Zombies. And that's through the use of voodoo magic to use mind control. Um, So essentially this guy uses um, a concoction of sorts that someone either has to breathe in or consume just the smallest amount and it makes them die. And then when they come back, they can be controlled. And he. it's very interesting because they're, they're very zombie-like, but they're missing that piece of the eating and the brains and oh, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's very simple makeup. You know, it's just like dark around the eyes. It's very like dead look to their faces. Like they don't look like they blink. They're very like kind of weird when they move. Um, but he controls them telepathically, um, which is interesting because there are concepts that I have seen in other movies and television shows that have to do with telepathy and zombies. Um and I think it's interesting that this was kind of like the start of that it's in the thirties. Um and I it's funny because the zombies are very um Like their facial expressions and stuff are very over the top because it's the 1930s. So they relied on things like weird facial expressions and very large eyes and accentuating certain features on the face rather than over the top gory makeup that we do now because we have the ability to do so and make it look good. Um, But it's a very interesting film in that regard and that was kind of like the start of zombies in cinema. So... It's not even this this cannibalistic nature of like, oh, it's this raw, you know like oh, that they focus on having to feed and that's all they understand, or any of the other concept. It was just this very basic selfish inclination to use dark magic, essentially, herbs and stuff, to make someone do whatever you wanted them to do. Um, so it's a pretty interesting concept, but that's how it started. Um, and then the other the other thing, the big jump from that one. Um, and this one is a bit. This one kind of goes back and forth because it is essentially a, a vampire movie. Um, it's based off a novel, but it is it's which is The Last Man on Earth, um, which came out in nineteen sixty four with the fabulous Vincent Price. And- It's it's arguably both because while it's very clear in the book, as well as in this adaptation of the book, that they are in fact zombies. I mean, I'm sorry, vampires, they're, they're, they don't act like vampires. When you see them and you watch them and you like, they get close enough to be able to attack, like they're very zombie like in nature in the sense that they're very slow. They're very like kind of out of it. They don't, you know, when we typically, especially more, more modern styles, when we think about vampires, we don't think dumb and slow. We think conniving, sometimes sexual, um, very quick sort of creatures. We don't think of them like this. And in the in the book, I Am Legend, which is what The Last Man Art is based off of, they are fast and they're very different. And he talks about them in a very different way. So the film adaptation absolutely portrays this sense of zombie-like nature and humans that have to do with... Um, essentially a virus, which is the other element that kind of makes it more zombie-esque instead of vampires, although not the first to do vampire as a sickness, but, um, maybe the first in cinema anyway. But, uh, so it's more, it's definitely more zombie-esque in that regard. Um, and I think it's really interesting because When I looked into that film a little bit more and started looking into just the background stuff of Night of the Living Dead, there were a lot of people who voiced the opinion that The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price is actually what kind of set into motion the concepts used in Night of the Living Dead, which was actually confirmed by uh, George A. Romero because he... I guess felt that that was a really good representation. So that's what he brought to his film, The Night of the Living Dead. And if you watch them, I mean, they're four years apart. Night of the Living Dead was 1968, I believe. Um, when you look at them side by side, the zombies, I, well, the zombies versus the vampires, they're really similar in a lot of ways. very slow. They're not, they're not like, I don't think, well, I think the ones in, um, in The Last Man on Earth are a little bit more intelligent, I would say, than Night of the Living Dead because they can use, they use weapons and stuff, which I don't think happens till the second one, which is Dawn of the Dead. Um, but anyway, but that's, he, that's where he got his inspiration in the way that he wanted his zombies to come across because they're, you know, when they're chasing people, they're just average people that are just a little bit slower because they're sick or they're not alive anymore. So whatever the case is, you know. So it's pretty interesting knowing that he agreed that it did in fact set the blueprints for Night of the Living Dead, which is such a staple for zombie movies now. Like it set such an influential path for the zombie subgenre that you can't ignore it. Anybody who knows zombie films knows George A. Romero, knows Night of the Living Dead, even if they haven't seen the movie. so i actually know someone who will refuse to watch his black and white films um but even knew the line they're coming to get you barbara because it's iconic like everyone knows what it is um so and then you know it's actually i actually didn't realize because all of these were made before i was born i didn't actually realize that dawn of the dead was done like 10 years after night of the living dead which i thought was kind of crazy i didn't realize there had been such a big gap between the two um, and it's such a um, Dawn of the Dead is, is a really big, is a fun one, but I thought that I just I guess it seemed like they were closer together, but they they really weren't. Um, so there's there's ten years to do that movie. I thought that was kind of crazy. So another one that I actually didn't even know was an older film is The Crazies, which came out in 1973. Um, I had I saw the remake um, before I knew that it was a remake, and I watched it, and then I I'd, I'd seen things about it being a Remakes, So I just thought, oh, that's interesting. So I went back and watched the original, which you absolutely should. It's so well done. Um, and it's a, it's a George A. Romero film as well. Um, but The Crazies is about, you know, this town that's taken over by the government because there's, um, there's this thing in, the I think, the water um, that is making people kind of blank out. Um, And The Crazies I kind of feel like is a zombie film because of the way that people react when they're infected. So I immediately, unfortunately, I guess you're just seeing as many films and stuff as I have. When I think infected or I think virus or I think contamination, I instantly go to zombies. And anyone that has lost their sense of self that really doesn't technically have very much control over their actions or their speaking abilities or any sort of communication at all i think zombies and that's pretty much the situation with the crazies um night of the living dead is actually the first documented movie to make zombies cannibalistic in nature as far as like eating the flesh of the living and um and that sort of thing like that really wasn't a thing before and there there are other zombie things in between the that time frame between the 60s and the 80s that it's not so the case and then the crazies it's not like that they just hurt themselves and other people um, because they it's like they're just blank. And they have the same dead look in their eyes that the zombies in Night Living Dead, um, the Vampires in The Last Man on Earth, and the zombies in um White Zombie, just this very just blank space, like um the lights on, but there's no one home. Like they're just going through with these these violent tendencies and they're that's it. That's all they're doing. They can't function or think about anything else. Um, And so I think that The Crazies is actually a very interesting film. I always love this concept with zombie movies where you show the nature of what happens to the police and government or like if they bring in like the CDC or whatever the case is like, I love seeing those elements because I think it's it's a, scare, it's a scary thing to watch in a film when you watch government officials shooting down people that aren't infected because that, that makes more sense than seeing who actually isn't. Um, and then it's a scary thing to think about, but then you think about real life situations and you think, no, it's, it's actually not that far fetched. Like, so whenever there's this government against the people, against the zombies thing, I always am like super fascinated by that. And I love the concept of people against people too, because in the, the reality is when we're forced in this situation of these post-apocalyptic themes, there is nothing keeping you from being your true self whether that be a caring person, you know, uh, you know, the knight in shining armor, the, 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 like the recluse that stays by themselves or the person that indulges in all of those really dark fantasies that they haven't been able to get out. And that's shown across the board in anything zombie related. It's shown through scenes of extreme violence against people for taking over things, whether it's supplies that they need, buildings, they want to occupy. Um, in some movies, it's for sport. Um, there's a scene in the remake of Crazies, actually, uh, where there's these like hunter boys. I don't know what to call them. Um, but there are these, this, these guys that hunt and now they're hunting people because they can. It's a very, it's, and it's a very disturbing concept. Um, it shows up in things like rape. It shows up in kidnapping and all these sorts of things because these people are no longer bound by law or being judged by other people. They can be whoever they want because the world is essentially over in that regard. There's no like normal society, civilization is over. Um, And that's always super fascinating to me because I feel like when you are facing situations like that, if, you know, real world situations, right? With zombies, you are talking about having to hide and be careful and not trust people because you don't know what they're capable of or what they're going to do, which um, is something that happens in the crazies, the govern the people that come into this town, they just start snatching up kids out of houses. They're burning shit down to the ground. Like there's this, I mean, it's not as bad as some of the more recent ones that I've seen. Um, but it's definitely this, this whole thing about them just coming in and doing whatever they want because there's no repercussions and they're trying to prevent spreading of this, this virus, this disease, whatever. Um, so of course this one's a good one it's a little bit it's more comedic to me um, would be um, reanimator from 1985 um, so reanimator is a movie that um, is a very interesting take on zombies in the sense that these zombies are just smart ass dead people that this doctor brings back to life with this uh, what do you, I guess we'll call it a CRM process. So he uh, when and you know he's he, there's this iconic scene um, which I'm going to show in just a second. But there's a iconic scene you know where this guy um, he comes but when he comes back to life he he reacts very poorly to it and his like eyeballs explode and his face is kind of whatever. And this woman looks at the doctor guy and she says, you know, um, you did this, you killed him. And he goes, I gave him life. To oh, yes, Gruber, it is thought. Of course, he's dead. The dosage was too large. You killed him, No, I did not. I gave him life. And I think that's such an interesting concept in terms of zombies. And it kind of goes back to white zombie with this sense of kind of playing God, you know, playing puppeteer and being able to bring someone back and being able to kind of control that life process. Um, And I think it's really interesting because, I mean, he looks insane when he says it, but it's just one of those things where you go, yeah, no, he totally thought that. Uh, He definitely was like, no, like I gave him, this is a gift from me, you know, and it's, it's just interesting. It's such an interesting take on zombies in general, because it's reanimating a dead body because you are looking for that missing element in science, or you're looking for that sense of control. Um, And there's an, a, like a I guess like a high I mean it's it's intoxicating to know that you have that ability that everything is at the thread that you hold the scissors to so um, I think reanimator is a, is a big one as well um, in terms of you know zombie films from you know prior to 2000 um, and then the last one that I'm going to talk about is um, actually one that is a little bit different take on zombies which is kind of the reason I'm actually bringing it up um, and that's going to be Night of the Creeps, uh, which came out in 1986. That sounds right. 1986. Um, and it's, uh, it's a, it's a fun one too. I actually thought it was a lot more fun than it. It's definitely, some of these older movies are more fun now than they may have been for their time. Um, but Night of the Creeps is about these like slug looking type alien things that get into people's body and they take over the host. Dog, did you see that thing? Um, and one of the reasons is like I, I realize it's like okay, alien type things, sure, but it definitely makes these people zombie-like in nature, and they're dangerous. And they're spreading it, essentially, not necessarily through bites, but they're spreading it, you know, through, like, there's this scene, um, well, you'll see it in a second, but they spread it, and it's going throughout this whole town all in one night. And there's basically just like these kids that are trying to like save their town, and it's a really good. It's a really good movie. It's quite humorous and, as well. Um, but it's this concept of losing control of yourself as a human being, which is of course what happens in everything zombie-related, right? But this is a sense of like this alien thing. It's not, a, it's not a virus. It's not a disease. It's not some mad scientist. Like it's something from another planet, another whatever that comes in and takes over and has the ability to do so almost an entire town in one night. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of a good one, I think too, to add to the list of just how different people have come across different ways to make zombies new and different over the time frame that we've just talked about. So, and I think, of course, obviously the the most um reanimator is pretty gory. It reminds me a lot of the effects from like um from like the original Evil Dead movie, just very kind of like over the top, like exploding body parts and gushing things. And um but I think in terms of like zombie violence, I think you know, Night of the Living Dead definitely set a precedence for the violent side of it, the cannibalistic Side the just the gory over the top um, kind of back and forth, and and even Night of the Living Dead has concepts has social concepts included with people. It's very interesting because when George George has been interviewed probably a bazillion times or was interviewed a billion times, and he always ignored replying to statements that Night of the Living Dead is a statement piece in the sense that you know I mean it's a pretty controversial time for 1968 for. This movie to have a black lead. That's a big deal in cinema for that time frame. And not only that, but all the way to the end of the movie, he is the lead, the main survivor. Like he gets through it. And then right at the fucking end, he's killed by a group of white men. And it's interesting because it sets like, it sets such a tone when you're watching it. I mean, even now it's still relevant, even now. And he always denied that it was on purpose. He always denied that it was like, oh no, he was just the best person. And it's very, I'm not denying that at all. I think he was phenomenal, but I think it's just interesting for its time. It was a very bold choice, but in the movie, he, because of the time that the movie obviously takes place in, because it doesn't take place in the future. Um, you know, he, there's this guy that leaves him that had every intention of leaving him to die. Like he is treated very differently. Um, Even in character. And I think that that speaks a lot to the movie and shows, I mean, just another piece of that whole people versus people versus zombies and being able to work together and whether it's even possible. Um, So those are some of the zombie things that I have noticed, you know, in in those specific films, just because I feel like those are big ones. They're absolutely. There are a shit ton more <laughs> in between that time frame, but I there's not enough Saturdays in the month of May to get through them all. So I'm just going to talk about those because I felt like those were just ones that really stick out to me in terms of showing the variety in zombies and kind of how they have moved forward and kind of changed over time Um, because as I'm sure you're aware once we get post 90s we gotta go back to Night of the Living Dead right with over-the-top gore and the stories and and everything is just kind of ends up being um, a little bit less than uh, the variety that we see before Um, but anyway so that's um, my part one of zombies for um, in cinema from 1932 to 19 what I say 86 that sounds right. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. And then today we are doing part two of our journey through cinema with zombies and their evolution and how they changed and what they looked like. Um, as you should be aware by this point, it's a zombie awareness month. So we're just going to keep the conversation rolling. Um... I wanted to do something about movies because horror movies are sort of what got me into the genre and they're very important to me. And I watch a lot of movies. Um, And also because I feel like it's just something so interesting how many of them have just changed in the way that they look and how they are. And I just thought it'd be really interesting thing to talk about for Zombie Awareness Month. Um, Next Saturday's video is actually going to be um, a video of, um, some just hanging out and playing some left for dead 2 um with someone i don't think i've mentioned on the channel yet no not yet uh tashin from super game gramps Um, he's hysterical you'll love him Um, and then after that i'm actually for my final video for the month for zombie awareness month i'm actually going to try to use prosthetics and create a zombie look we'll see how that goes it's either going to turn out awesome or is going to be a huge learning curve. We're going to see how it goes. Um Anyway, so yeah. So zombies for the second half of our zombie time frame. So in the beginning, we did the zombies from the, you know, pre-1990s, um, starting in the 1930s. So most of all of the ones that I did are in 2000s. Um, and just as a small note, I'm not going to talk about any Resident Evil movies of for a couple of reasons. One, because I feel like that horse has been beaten to death. And I feel like, um, because they're based off content that doesn't actually necessarily revolve around movies, I feel like it's better to just leave it alone as its own, like, thing. Um, even though they didn't follow the games 100% canon, um, I just feel like it's better to just leave them as their own thing and not necessarily talk about them in this thing. So... So the first movie that I want to talk about is, uh, Quarantine, which came out in 2008. Quarantine is actually a remake of a movie called, uh, REC, Rec, Record. Um, but it is one that I remember going to see in the theaters and being super uncomfortable after leaving the theaters. Um, and if you haven't seen Quarantine, I do highly recommend it. Um, I'm gonna, um, insert like a little clip here of the movie. No, okay. No. okay. Okay. No. I'm going to get you some medical no, help. Okay. No, 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 okay. No, no, please, no. No. Oh, no, are you okay? Are you okay, ma'am? No, no. No, no. Okay. 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 You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. All right. Okay. Relax. okay. Just relax. Just, relax. All right. All right. No. Just calm down. Ah! Just calm down. Ah! Give oh. us some room. Come on. Gloves gloves on, Danny. Where's that blood coming from? Hey, uh, chief. We're going to need an ambulance here. We be on our way. This is Espinoza. It's all going to be all right. All right? I just need you to calm down, okay? Ah! Hey, hey, it's Man, all right. Nobody's here to hurt you. Can not help you. We can't help you unless you calm down. An okay? ambulance is on its way right, right now. All right, let's just clear the space. Danny, get everybody out of here. Back it up, please, please. Yeah, so quarantine is, uh, is super good. It has the fabulous Doug Jones um, in it, um, which is so interesting to see and, and know who that was watching that film. Um, but this type of zombie is, is absolutely um, a run-of-the-mill infected, except for the fact that they stick to um, rabies as what it replicates, like what it looks like in the system, how people, the way they're behaving, the way that people turn and the way they act afterwards, um, rather than this like actual need to feed off of living tissue. Um, that doesn't seem to be quite the situation with these type of zombies. Um, but it's interesting to see that that kind of takes shape in the sense of, of using rabies as a means of like, this is what's happening to people, and this is what's wrong. That's why when you get bit, you're infected, and and so on and so forth. So that was a really good one. Um, I I'm actually a really big fan of quarantine. I like that movie a lot. I think that uh, it's a very good example once again of this concept of government versus people versus zombies. Um, because when they get into the apartment building, before they even really know what's going on, like they're being stuck there, like they're being kept in the building. They are to be shot on site if they try to leave. Um, and this is all by the government because of something crazy. Um, which they, I, I, they allude to the ending being because some things have been brought over here that weren't supposed to be brought over here. Um, but it's a very interesting concept. And I also, I love found footage films. So of course it was like, it's a huge home run for me because it's zombies. Got in it. Um, it's very well done. And then it's a found footage film to boot. Um, which I feel like adds to a lot of the like oof that you feel when you watch it. But one of the other things that I really like about it is because of the fact that they're trapped in this building and they're not being permitted to leave and they're not getting any answers, you at least have that little bit of validation for why the camera continues to roll while you're running up and down stairs away from people trying to bite your face off. Um, so I did like that part about too. But yeah, so kind of a, just a normal infected. They move, um, they don't move superhuman fast, but they're not slow and dumb. They hear very well. They seem to hear very well, um, but they're very disoriented um, and still pretty quick moving within the limits of the human body, so nothing too too crazy. Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about is Dead Snow, which came out in 2009. Um, Dead Snow is is a is a bit more probably comical than it is scary, but it is a very good one to talk about when you're talking about ways that zombies have evolved and changed and turned into these other things. Um, these are Nazi zombies. If you haven't seen Dead Snow, I definitely recommend it. There is a part two as well, um, which I actually dare I say I've not actually seen, but the first one was good. Um, and in this one, um, you know, they're they're pretty normal outside of that, other than being like like I said, they're they're Nazi zombies. But um, yeah, so this is so this the clip I'm about to show is like one of the most iconic from the first movie. So uh, here we go. So one of the reasons I decided to include this one in my list is there's this this gift of communication, um, which is not completely unheard of. There are other ones where uh, zombies seemingly are able to communicate to one another, um, and, and that's not like a totally new concept, but I really love the way that this one was done in terms of just being able to communicate, to have this like streamlined agenda. They're like a military of the undead, you know? And I thought that concept was pretty neat overall. I think makeup and look wise, they look pretty traditional, um, a little less, um, maybe disembodied to start than some of the others, but otherwise, I mean, it still has all the other elements, the gore, the attacking, the, all that sort of stuff, so. Um, But I I really liked that one. I thought it would be worth putting on the list simply because, one, it's it's a good movie, but I like that element of them being organized. I think that that adds another level of fear because it's, it's a lot easier for me to not be as scared by this concept of zombies where they're very slow and kind of dumb and you can just like push it off of you. Like there's no effort being made um, versus something that can think because that's kind of what zombies started out as is, is that mindless thing. Um, but this concept of thinking and Building something together and moving as a force is, is a lot more terrifying, in my opinion, than being just driven by wanting to uh, attack and not even be able to like move very quickly. Which leads me into World War Z, which came out in um, 2013. World War Z is an adaptation of a book, which if you haven't read it, even if you've seen the movie but haven't read it, you should always go back and read it. I always suggest that. I think it's a good plan. Um, and and one of the things that makes these zombies so incredible is their speed and they're so fast and they are so fast that most of them are CGI um, because. It's, I mean, it's one thing to assume that they might be able to move a little bit faster without the limitations of aches and pains or like, oh my God, I'm out of shape. But this is a whole nother level of fast. Like this, there's, I can't even perceive that if zombies were a real thing that they would ever be this fast. Um, And they do have a little bit of a thinking element as well um, that I think it kind of adds just this like little bit of ooh to it. Um, But one of the other main reasons that I wanted to put this on the list as far as zombie evolution and the changes in the story concepts is that, In World War Z, the concept around the zombies that's unique is the fact that they can tell when someone is sick. So, you know, there's this scene in the movie where they're rushing over the city and they're going crazy. And there's like this, this, I don't remember if it was a kid, young teenager, young child, young adult, whatever. That's like this. And they don't even touch him because he's sick. And it's like whenever they realize that and they, you know, go and inject, um, Brad Pitt's character goes and injects himself with some kind of sickness and finds out that that is in fact what, how to handle it, then they make themselves sick with things that don't, that aren't really popular anymore. And then they go and they fight them to take back the world. And I think that's a super unique concept that I really, really love. (laughs) It's not a concept that at least I'm aware of being in very many other things, Um, but it kind of has like a weird parallel, at least in this way my mind works. It makes me kind of think of how, um, you know, how in um, the Anne Rice novels, one of the things that Lestat tells Louis is like, you know, you're, you know, it's a lesson. You can't eat from the dead because it will make you sick and it could kill you. So I think it's interesting that these zombies are intuitive enough to just without even thinking about, like they don't even acknowledge this child as they're running past him. They're just like, no, he's sick. Like it doesn't even pick up on their radar, like the healthy people. And I think that's really interesting. I love that concept a lot. Um, So the next one is a bit of a dive. Um, It's a film called Contracted, um, which is a very B film. It's not, I mean, I, I I doubt very seriously it was in theaters anywhere that I'm aware of. Um, but it came out in 2013 also, and it is essentially a movie about a, an STD being like a zombie virus. Um, it's a girl that goes out on a date. She hooks up with a guy from a bar. She wakes up, and all these weird things start happening. To her. She starts losing her teeth. Her eyes start changing. Her skin's changing. Um, and I, I actually... I actually decided to put that on the list. As much as I don't really care for the movie, it's just, I think it's because it makes me so uncomfortable, Um, is because it's a very different take on the average zombie. It's a very slow decay from the inside out. Um, a lot of times when we see movies um, involving zombies, they are, the change is relatively quick. It's not, you know, it doesn't take forever and ever and ever. And this is something that takes her a while. And, she, you know, she goes to the doctor and they, can't, they have no idea what's going on. And it's just this very slow progression into this state of decay. And I think that that's a very interesting take on the concept of a zombie. It's also being just spread through sexual intercourse is like a whole nother level of discomfort that I was not prepared for when I sat down to watch this movie. Um, But um, yeah, so I, I left it on the list because I thought it was a very interesting thing. So here's a clip of her decaying from the inside out. What seems to be the problem? What the hell is wrong with your eyes? Which takes us to my next movie, uh, which is one that I actually really did enjoy called The Lazarus Effect. Um, The Lazarus Effect came out in 2015. Um, It was one that I I didn't watch until much later. It may have come out in 2015, but I probably didn't watch it until like 2018, 2019. Um, but it's on the list because it's very um, remnant of like a uh, reanimator. So it's about this guy and his little students um, who are practicing with biology and attempting to be able to reanimate dead cells and bring people back from the dead. Or it starts with animals and then there's a horrible accident and the other doctor that was a part of it, who was the main character's wife, fiance, girlfriend, um, she dies and they decide to bring her back. And this, this movie is on the list for a couple of different reasons. One, because it kind of reverts back to that concept of that God complex, right? Where we're like, oh, I have this ability and it's not, it's, it goes from being interesting to a power trip. Um, and it's, and then not being able to draw the line between your morals and what you're trying to accomplish because you, you shouldn't, you know, I mean, trying to, to bring back your dead, your dead wife is, is risky business, I feel like, um, but aside from that, um, the other reason that it's on the list is because she's very not typical in the zombie sense. Um, she's, you know, she's not trying to eat everybody when she comes back. She's not um, dumb or like very slow moving. She's very quick. She's very creepy. Um, she's very smart. Um, her eyes are a different color and she kind of looks a little pale, but she doesn't, you know, her skin's not like rotting off or, or anything crazy like that. But she also has... Um, telekinesis and when she uses her abilities to kill these other people they're very dramatic as you're about to see now. So that's why I put the Lazarus effect on my uh, my list. I thought it was interesting for the for her to have an ability. For it brings in that whole you know that human mindset of like wanting to be in control and have this power over something that we have no business having control or power over. Um, and I um, I actually like the film Lazarus pretty good. Um, and this one I've actually talked about in one of my thirty second reviews, um, which is Train to Busan, which came out in twenty sixteen. That sounds right. 2016. Um, Train to Busan is a phenomenal fucking movie. And it's one of those movies that when I read the reviews and people don't like it, I get super offended like I made the shit myself. It is a very good movie. Um, But it is on um, my list because it kind of brings in the... uh, Semi smart and fast zombies, kind of similar to what we've seen in like World War Z. Um, you know, there's scenes where their bodies are piling on and they break through glass, or um, they're super fast and they're very, um, what's the word? Limber is not the word that I want to say, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yo, 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 yo. They, they are very, like, con- like, almost some of them look like contortionists. The way they, like, move their bodies and they're able to, like, flip around. Um, and I also like them, I think, because this concept where they can't really see that well in the dark. Because um, typically when we see zombies, you know, their eyes are different. That's one of the ways that you know that they're off, right, is their eyes look different. And, that's, and depending on the film you're talking about, that all changes based on what they look like or how they look. Um, but I think it's really interesting that they can't see in the dark. They have pretty good hearing and they react very quickly, but there's this whole scene in the train where they go through and they don't have, um, the lights are, they're going through a tunnel and so it's dark and they're climbing overhead and they have the zombies are like none the wiser. And I really like that concept. Um, I really like that concept too. And it's another one that's really good about showing, um, that human side of, of people being assholes because they're allowed to be, um, there's a scene on the, in the train, um, well, it's like not quite halfway through the movie yet, maybe halfway through the movie, where um this like rich piece of shit guy is like locks people out and doesn't and is trying to control the situation and, and making just really bad calls and, and being very inhumane. Because there's a difference between wanting to survive and making smart choices that are hard and then making stupid choices that are easy because you're a dick. And that's kind of where the stuff falls on that side of things. Um Super good movie. Cannot say that enough. Um, And then my last one on the list is another really good one, um, which is Overlord, which came out in uh, 2018. Um, Overlord is another Nazi zombie kind of thing. Um, But it's it's on here for a couple of reasons. One, because it has historical significance. While we have no proof that Hitler made zombies... Um, the story is very loosely based off of things that they found, um, post, uh, World War II. Um, and so it's very, uh, kind of adds to the, the fear a little bit and the fact that there was all these experiments going on on people and things that we can't even begin to imagine, let alone even process when you read or hear about it or watch it on like a documentary. Um, so I think that that's, that's crazy. Um, but I also really love the element of the fact that it's this experimental thing. It is very Resident Evil, but pre-Resident Evil. And I like that a lot. I, thought, I think that that concept of a zombie is really interesting. Um, and, it, and it is kind of a God complex sort of thing too. But there's a lot of um, misunderstandings and they don't know how it all works. And it's, it's just this very interesting take on go- the government and people keeping things hidden and secret from us, which of course adds like a whole nother level to it. It hurts. <laughs> Chase? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Jesus. Oh. Uh, my head hurts. Uh, oh, my Chase! Chase, 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 Jesus yeah. Christ! Chase! Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, well, what, what's wrong with him? I don't know. Uh, 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 Chase? Uh. But I thought that the... Scenes with the zombies, or the couple, the things that we saw that were zombie related were really good. Um, it is a very war movie in the sense that, um, you know, it, it's a bit of a slow burn in the zombie sense. But once they get in there, it is like falls to the wall until it's over with. And, um, and it was, it's really well done. Um, and the acting and stuff is phenomenal, but I really like that medical experimentation side of things. I really like sci-fi in general. So it's kind of a, a no brainer that I would like something like that. But these, these are very, um, the way that they are kind of portrayed in this is to be very strong. Um, they're, uh, seem, it's, it's typical stuff in terms of like, if you shoot them in the foot, they're going to be fine. Cause they're going to be like, whatever. Um, and you have to, to kill them by shooting them in the head. But It's this, just this overall notion of like, this, this is based off of things that were actually found, papers that were actually read, diagrams, charts, information that was actually found. And then turned into this really badass, like, action zombie war movie, um, which is really good. I mean, I liked Dead Snow, which is similar, Nazi zombies, but I think that, um, I think that those are, all of those movies are really good representations of just how, versatile the zombie concept can be and how it can be changed to fit into different types of films and even other subgenres um that are just more than the chasing you and trying to eat your brain and like that's the end of that difference. Like that's just the same as so many other films. I think that all of those different pieces helps not only make the movie better, but it makes things just stick a little bit better when you leave because you start to think about it. I mean We don't know what the government does. We don't know what people do, you know, behind closed doors that have access to these things. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting little list of all the ways that zombies have kind of come through cinema over the last 20 years, 21 years. Ugh. Um, so yeah, so that's my wrap up for zombies in cinema part two. Um... I really like zombie movies a lot. They're really easy for me to get into. Um, I did, I did leave 28 days off of here and 28 day, 28 weeks because I have done 30 second reviews on both of those movies. And I feel like some of those concepts are similar to things that I've already talked about with the human elements and the, you know, the pretty quick zombies and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so I hope you guys like this little two part thing about zombies and the way they changed throughout the years. Um, there are a lot of zombie films, and they are used in a lot of different ways, and it's very interesting to see what people can come up with even now, you know, given that they, the concept of a zombies has been around for forever. So, anyway, hope you guys had a great week, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, don't forget to check back in next Saturday so you can watch uh, me and Tashin play Left for Dead 2. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun one. I'll see you guys next time.